This is episode 294 of the Wildlife Photography Podcast. In this episode, myself, my tracker, and a male lion on foot. Hi everybody, my name is Jerry, I'm from Wild Eye, and with a name like that, I'm sure we need to get you guys right into this episode. Uh, I'm handing the mic over to Trevor, and he's just going to tell us a story of Safari. Hope you guys enjoy. Hello everyone. So last week I shared a safari experience and a safari story with all of you about myself, a termite mount and a black mamba. Um, and this week I thought I would share another story. Um, this particular story is pretty much what not to do. Um, and you'll see why later in the story I'll explain a little bit more. Um, but okay, so I had a private safari at the time. It was just after starting at uh, Londolozi. Um, I had a single guest for seven nights um, and all she wanted to see was a male lion. Um, now at the time, um, the lion dynamics in the area were a little bit all over the show. We saw four uh, a coalition of four male lions called the Majingalan males um, and during this period they had been spending a lot of their time in the western sector of the Sabi sands so um, we didn't get to see them too much they would drop in here and there on their territorial patrols um, but yeah during this this time especially these seven days uh, we didn't see much of them at all and it came to the second last day uh, of her seven day safari um, and I'd contacted some of the guys in the western sector of the Sabi Sands um, just to find out if uh, they knew of any of the whereabouts of these males or if any of them were on their way back um, to to Londolozi property um, and the next day in the afternoon we headed out on safari this was now the last afternoon of the safari um, and just before I got back to camp, I got a radio call to say that um, there was a male lion with um, one of the prides, which I think at the time was about 13, 14 lines. Um, and they were moving along the northern side of um, the Sand River um, in an easterly direction towards our property. And they weren't far from our boundary. So um, I thought it was a good idea. We'd, I discussed with my track as well as the guests that we leave slightly earlier in the morning head to the western part of our property and the northern bank and just see if we can find any um, tracks or signs of where um, the lines may have come into our property. So we headed out early morning. This is now the final morning of safari. Um, we head along the southern bank of the, the uh, Sand River, crossed over to the northern bank and at the crossing point we saw tracks for all these lines, the whole pride including this male crossing into our property which was amazing news great news um, hopefully they hadn't crossed back uh, west over the boundary again but it was a great starting point for us so we spent the next i'd say an hour hour and a half tracking these lines um, they were moving in and out of the the vegetation along the northern side of the sand river um, it did get quite tricky at times but we kept up with the tracks um, and eventually we found the whole pride of lines uh, excluding the male so the whole pride of lions were there lying on the northern banks of the Sand River. Um, amazing morning tracking um, and looking at the different signs and the tracks and 
seeing their direction and being able to follow them and eventually being able to find them. So that in itself is quite quite an incredible story and a great um, great experience for the guests to see how everything works. Um, and still there was no sign of the male. So the last tracks where my track and I had gotten off the vehicle, we could still see a track of the male. Um, but when we found the proud, pride he was nowhere there to be found um, so also looking at the females some of them had relatively big bellies a lot of them had blood on their face so that obviously made a kill um, and we spent a bit of time with them before they eventually got up and headed north away from the river to seek out some shade so we followed them for a bit and as they started passing out and relaxing in the shade we decided to go back to where we had the last track of the male um, so we headed back down towards the river, stopped the vehicle, my tracker and I got off, saw where the male's track was, saw what had happened, they had actually killed a kudu um, sometime in the night, they had been feeding on the, on the kudu and um, the male seems to have taken the last or the remaining bits of the, um, of the carcass and dragged it further into the river. Um, so I said to my guest, okay, you know, we'll be off the vehicle for 15, 20 minutes. Um, we're just going to have a look and see if we can find where the male went. Maybe he's resting somewhere close by, um, but we'll be back shortly. So took my rifle, took my radio, tracker and I headed off, started following the tracks. Um, and they went deeper and deeper into, uh, into the vegetation. We eventually lost the tracks um, and couldn't quite see where, where he had gone or where he had dragged the carcass. Um, we still had no sign of the carcass and no sign of him. Uh, so we started walking back to the vehicle. Um, we got back to the vehicle and we started discussing our options um, and said to the guest, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to find him. Um, we weren't able to find the carcass either, but we sure he's somewhere in this vegetation here. Now, um, the area that we were in, you could drive, but it was a little bit tricky to um, to maneuver, especially if you're not quite sure where the animal is. Um, now, obviously, my tracker and I are feeling a lot of pressure um, from the guest. It's her last morning. Um, she really wants to see a male lion. She hasn't seen a male lion the entire week. Um, and my tracker called me aside and said to me, there's a tree over there. Now, it's, it's a little bit into to the river. Um, we've, we've tracked animals there before. We tracked a female leopard there before. Um, and he said to me, why don't we just walk to that tree? Um, it's on a little bit of an elevated bank. Um, we can stand there, scan around, see if we find any signs or see if we can see any movement. Um, if nothing, then we'll wrap up and head out. Uh, so I agreed with him. I said, yeah, let's head there. Uh, told the guest, okay, once again, we're just going to head towards that tree. Um, it's about 40 meters away from us. Um, if nothing, we'll come back. We'll find somewhere to stop for coffee, um, we'll have coffee and then we'll carry on drive from there. Uh, so off my tracker and I went again, still no signs of any lines or uh, male line tracks around us. Um, and we were approaching the tree, we got to about, I'd say, 15 meters away from it. Um, and suddenly we saw tracks of this male coming across on a, a hippo path, right, right across us in front of us. Um, which obviously then we got super excited. But now what you've got to remember is we're walking through this dry riverbed. So there's big tufts of, of reeds all around us. Um, the, the ground isn't flat. Um, there's little banks 
and we're walking through, we see these tracks. So now suddenly you realize that he's close by, so the heart starts to pump a little bit more. And looking at these tracks, we started following them. And as we started following them, they went down a slight embankment and around a reed bed. And at this point, my tracker said to me, no, listen, we need to go. It's, it's very thick here. Um, it's not ideal. Let's rather head back to the car. I said, I'm feeling the same. Um, let's start walking back to the car. And as we turned and we were walking back the way we came, I looked through some of the reeds and all I could just see was this male lion's eye looking at us, big and wide. And I grabbed my tracker and as I grabbed my tracker, he came running out the bush at us. Out the bush at us, stopped about a meter in front of us, growling, snarling, flicking his tail. He ran back down into the embankment, both my tracker and I holding each other, shivering, holding my rifle. I didn't even have time to think about using my rifle or what I should be doing with my rifle. Um, and we held on to each other. As we started to back away again, he came again, stopping again about two meters from us, flicking his tail. Um, and this went on for about 10 minutes. Um, every time my tracker and I started moving back, he would just come running at us, running at us, running at us, growling. And eventually we got to a point where we were about 10, 15 meters away from him. And we were able to slowly put further, more and more distance between us and him. Um, now, obviously, the guest could see us moving, so she knew that we were safe. She could obviously hear all the sounds, um, and we eventually got back to the car, shivering, my tracker and I both, heart racing, um, and said to the guest, you know, obviously, it's not ideal. You know, we shouldn't have gone walking in there, so the lesson learned from this is that, you know, no matter the pressure that you're getting from guests, you always put an animal first and that's something that I've continued to use going forward in my guiding career and now um, working with wild eye as well um, but point of the story is obviously safety always comes first um, it's, you should never um, let the pressure of guests get to you always put the animal first um, it was a hard lesson a lucky lesson for us um, I mean things could have ended very very differently um, for us, but it's always to put the, the animal first no matter what. Um, and I mean, I remember getting back into the car and trying to reverse um, up, the, up one of the embankments and my leg was just shivering um, from, all the, from all the adrenaline pumping through my body. But um, it was a very strong lesson that myself and my tracker learned that day. Um, and it's to respect wildlife. And <clears throat> even though it was the beginning days of my career, at Londo's eye and my tracker never ever tracked a leopard in the sand river again. Anyways, that's my story for today. Hope that you all enjoy it, enjoyed it. Hope that you learned from it. Um, don't put pressure on guides. Um, it's not worth it. Always put the animal first. Um, and anyways, till next time, hope that you all have a good day. Hope you enjoyed the story. Catch you all soon. Cheers guys. Bye.